Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hi there, last Dig a Bit for month three of our Crown study. We are going to be in Psalm 45 as we talk just a little bit and mostly for this Dig a Bit. I mostly just want to um, read a couple of things. Psalm 45 says, My heart is overflowing with a goodly matter. I speak of the things which I've made about the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. We're talking with this ready writing pen of this psalmist about the majesty of the kingdom of Christ. It is foretelling the work of the Messiah, the anointed one, and it is about the New Testament church. You are fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into, let's see, grace is poured into your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword on your thigh. O most mighty one, with your glory and your majesty, and in your majesty ride prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness. I love that trio there. The Lord rides prosperously over his kingdom because of these three things, truth and meekness, that is submission to that truth, and righteousness. And your right hand shall teach terrible things. Your arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, whereby the people fall under thee. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of your kingdom is a right scepter, or a scepter of equity. You love righteousness, and you hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. All of your garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia. Out of the ivory palaces, whereby they, the stringed instruments, have made you glad. King's daughters were among your honorable women. On your right hand stood the queen in the gold of Ophir. Hearken, O daughter, and consider, and incline your ear. Forget also your own people and your father's house. So shall the king greatly desire thy beauty for he is the lord and worship thou him we're foreshadowing the church worshiping the king she is the daughter and the church is worshiping its great majestic king so i ask in this question what song do we get from this psalm 45 And it is out of the ivory palaces. And if you will listen to these words, they are um, powerful words. My Lord has garments so wondrous fine, and myrrh their texture fills. Its fragrance reached to this heart of mine. With joy my being thrills. So the anointing in the kingly garments of Christ has reached my heart. I have smelled that. The refrain then is out of the ivory palaces into a world of woe. 
Only his great eternal love made my Savior go. His life had also its sorrows sore, for aloes had a part. And when I think of the cross he bore, my eyes with teardrops start. I looked up aloes and myrrh, and they are not only used for fragrance, but they are used in the anoint in the anointing, the ointment that is made for the burial of a of a Jewish person, especially way back in the first century. So when we think about the anointing of the body of Christ as it was placed in the grave, we know that myrrh and aloes were I mean, just almost certainly used in that anointing. And also in the anointing of Lazarus, I think about Mary, the sister of Lazarus, anointing Jesus. And I think about how that perhaps that um, compound was made for the same, at the same time. Could have very well been the anointing oil that was used for the body of Lazarus and the body of Christ as Mary anointed him. So let's read that verse again. His life had also its sorrows sore, for aloes had a part. And when I think of the cross he bore, my eyes with teardrops start. His garments, too, were in cassia dripped with healing in a touch. In paths of sin had my feet ere slipped. He saved me from its clutch. In garments glorious he will come to open wide the door, and I shall enter my heavenly home to dwell forevermore. Out of the ivory palaces into a world of woe, only his great eternal love made my Savior go. So myrrh is a pleasant-smelling resin from trees in Arabia. It was used as a perfume. We read about it in Proverbs 7, verse 17. They were used, it was used for its fragrance. Numbers 24, verse 6, in Proverbs 7, verse 17. Cassia was also a perfume that came from roots or bark. It might have resembled cinnamon. And it was used in reference to the wedding of an earthly king here in Psalm 45. In Psalm 45, we're reading about someone who is ornately dressed, someone impressive. But myrrh and aloe, however, were also used to prepare the bodies for burial, as we said. We read about that anointing in Matthew 2, 11, John 19, verse 39. And of course, that connects this psalm to the future work of Jesus on the cross. Now, ivory has always been an expensive material. It is expensive today. We bought a couple of little pieces of ivory to replace some keys on a piano, and they were costly. It's suitable for ornate objects, but to use it inside your home, in your home's design, would be an extravagant thing. If you look at Amos 3, verse 15, and Song of Solomon, verse six, chapter 7, verse 4. So here, when we read from Psalm 45, this is a um, wonderfully ex- 
expensive, I, I guess I want to say extravagant environment with beautiful music that Jesus left. I think it applies to the literal wet wedding of an earthly king, but it also applies to celebrating the joyous occasion of the wedding of Christ and his church. So then we have the same imagery in the song mentioning the second coming of Jesus and how that our eternal marriage to the bride, 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18, and Revelation 19, verses 6 through 8. And so this psalm is also anticipating the celebration of the eternal marriage feast. So it's very, this is very um, allegorical. It's the, and the song itself is a beautiful representation of a man's representation of divine words of the Holy Spirit in Psalm chapter 45. So the question in your book was then, is this anointing of Christ in Psalm 45 as a prophet, a priest, or a king? Well, obviously, it is a king in Psalm 45. And Jesus, David was our king, but Jesus, Psalm 45, is our anointed king. And myrrh and aloes for his burial played a part in that anointing. Just wonderful, figurative, and prophetic language in Psalm 45. I hope this has been helpful. Um, and I hope you can also listen I, I just listened to uh, a rendition of this song on YouTube, and I have listed it here for you so that you can listen as well. It is a beautiful song. All right, I hope you have a great day.